This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All I knew was not this, and there was a hunger for anything else but this. And so that is what sort of drove me down the path of just like, let me buy this course. Let me read this book. Let me go to this workshop. Let me just do all of the things. And always through the lens of my own sovereignty, right? Never about this is going to be the thing. I'm going to latch onto this. And this is the thing. Always picking and choosing this thing from over here works for me. This thing from over here works for me. And I joke that I've like created the Jennifer Spivak curriculum. And (laughs) that is just, you know, perfect for me in terms of what I needed to become the person that I was supposed to be. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident, feel empowered, and challenged through inspiring stories, and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Hey, Bombshell, and welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and I very much appreciate you spending your time with me and my guest today. I was on a Zoom earlier today with um, a listener, a Bombshell, and she was telling me about all the different ideas she was getting and you know the different guests that have been impacting her business. And I just want you to know that that is my heart's desire. I'm super careful. My team is super careful because I can't say I pick out the guests anymore. <laughs> but um I do at the end approve them but we're just we really want you to get value from this show and to have very actionable things that you can implement in your business or in um in your leadership role if you work for someone else and um and we're very protective of you so I I just love that feedback and I hope that today's guest will be that for you as well but before we get there I've got some good news for you um we we get asked this when are you doing it when are you doing it well we are doing it officially now you can register for the Velvet Machete Leadership Academy it is now a 10 week program because listen sister and bombshell boys. If you're listening, this is, this is gender neutral. We just happen to attract a lot of women. Um, it's 10 weeks because there are five key modules that we move through. And so what we do is we meet for 90 minutes and then the next week we're off. So you do have very short videos to consume, very brief exercises. We know you're busy. We know you've got a hundred gajillion things going on. So what we really want to do for you is provide support, provide support, and also let you see that there's other amazing, powerful business people that you need to tap into. Um, I just got back from a mastermind myself. I'm a part of something called Cigar Peg. Um, We're mostly all National Speakers Association members and not everybody smokes cigars. I do about two or three times a year. And um, we just got back from Vegas and I just can't express, listen, I love our fearless leader, Ed. I love him. Like the man is amazing but the true power are all the people that are attracted to that. And so while I would love to say that I'm fabulous, you have access to me, direct access to me. That's cool. And I promise I am crazy innovative. I look at things differently. Um, I can help you move whatever your goals are forward. 
but the true value are all the other people that are going to be in your cohort. I cannot explain to you how much that has been a dynamic that has moved businesses forward and shifted leadership goals. I mean, it's just amazing. So again, it's a 10-week program. We kick things off on, let me double check myself, June 16th. Um, And so you can register today. We'll have some emails to send you. We do have a kickoff party um, the evening of Thursday, June 9th. So everybody can kind of get to know each other before we get started. And then it'll be 90 minutes, a week off, 90 minutes, a week off, everything in between. you You can do all behind the scenes on your own time. And then the actual 10th week, so week nine, we meet. And then the 10th week, we have a super fun graduation ceremony. So um, we love that. We send you goodies. It's super fun. And we all graduate together. Um, And so you might be like, okay, Amber, what if I'm not like super interested in very specific leadership principles? Well, this is personal development for business leaders. So it doesn't matter if you work for somebody or if you own your own company, this is for you. So, you know, we go through the five pillars, right? So we, we build your personal brand. We build supportive environments. We master communication, we master engagement. And then ultimately we rock out your influence. Now here's the thing. Everybody's going to have different goals coming in. Some people are going to want to market more. We've had podcasts, multiple podcasts launched. We've had books launched. We have had um, businesses be bought and sold. We've had $2 billion problems solved in a fortune 50 company. We've had, um, someone who implemented an idea that somebody else in her cohort told her about, and then the CEO of the entire company started doing it. I mean, this is just lives change and it's not me. I would love to take credit for it, but it's just the caliber of person that comes. And so I already have people in the group. I already know who they are. They are bad mamma jammas. Let me just tell you that. Um, so if you're interested in that, then go to velvetmacheteleadership.com forward slash academy velvetmachetteleadership.com forward slash academy. And if it's for you, fantastic. If it's not fantastic, we're not pushing anybody into doing anything. Um, I do not go to parties. I'm not invited to, but I will say if you're interested in coaching with me, this is really the smartest way to get started because it's in a group environment. You get my individual attention and Amy, my super duper operations manager is going to hold you accountable to your goals week over week. Yeah. You heard that. We are going to be up your tail, making sure that you have accountability. Yep. That's going to happen. So let's talk about today's episode. Um, Miss Jennifer Spivak. She is amazing. She is the CEO of the ad girls agency and all female Facebook ads agency. She helps women owned businesses generate millions of dollars on Facebook and Instagram with many seeing a 1000% plus ROI for reallys. Jennifer has been featured in Forbes and the New York times listed as a top Facebook ads manager to watch in 2019 and is an adjunct professor of digital marketing at the city college of New York. In today's episode, she's going to share how to turn struggles into opportunities for growth and entrepreneurship. She shares her story of overcoming domestic abuse, as well as how it shaped her in her business, her entrepreneurial mindset of financial empowerment, as well as how we can wire our mindset to become more confident in spite of the challenges. So I hope that you listen in because Jennifer is about to rock your world. Well, Jennifer, welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Yay. Thanks for having me, Amber. So I'm really excited to talk with you because you have a plethora of things that you can bring value to our bombshells today. 
And I, I want to kind of kick things off. People, what, what they say about me as a speaker is Amber gets real, real fast. And I get on stage. And I say, I got knocked up at 16. Here's why you should listen to me. I love it. <laughs> and you have a similar kind of throat. That's not the, that's not the term I want to use for this, but like, I get it though. <laughs> you, you get people's attention very quickly yeah. for, for like really what drove this, just like being a teen mom drove me getting into branding and personal branding and employer branding and all that stuff. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about your, what prompted you to start the ad girls and how did you get to where you are right now? Yes. So um, when I was in my early 20s, I think now we're talking about 11 or 12 years ago, it kind of blows my mind how much time has passed. I found myself in a very, very dangerous, physically and sexually abusive relationship. Um, I was actually really, really lucky and fortunate in terms of how easy it was for me to get out of that relationship, all things considering compared to, which I learned later on, how it is for many other women. And so the story actually isn't so much about the relationship, but what happened after. I happened to have $1,500 in a secret savings account that my abuser didn't know about. I mean, separate from that money, every single Friday when I get my paycheck, he would walk me to the bank, stand over my shoulder while I deposited it and took them. Like I had no, no, no financial control over my life, but I just happened to have this savings account that he didn't know about. And that $1,500 was what allowed me to basically get out, get a new apartment and like along with my life, again, relatively seamlessly, all things considering without having to worry about, because we did live together, where would I live and would I have to go on a shelter, go into a shelter or live on the streets? Like, where was I going to go? That extra level of I have to save myself and am I going to even have a place to live wasn't a conversation because I had that $1,500. And part of just how I'm wired, I get out of any situation and it's like, it's not like everything happens for a reason. It's like, I'm going to go and create the reason. And so it was just simply a matter of months after leaving that I was like, I'm going to start getting involved in domestic violence advocacy work because I feel like this is, this is how I'm going to make, make the meaning of this. This is you know, really what I'm supposed to do. And in doing that, I learned about this concept of financial abuse and how it's present in 99% of domestic violence relationships. Mm. And so, so often women who are in my exact same situation, I'm not any more special than they are. We're no different except for $1,500. And they either don't leave because they don't know where they're going to go. They end up in shelters or on the streets or they leave and come back because of money and end up the worst. Cause what else are they going to do? At least they have a roof over their head with their abuser. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's very common that, you know, the, the more times you go back and try to leave, that's when you're most at danger of actually being murdered. So for $1,500, like, it's just the, the more I learned about this, the more I was like, wow, women having access to money is literally so often a matter of life and death. And, I had gone to school for marketing. I was really good at marketing. I was really good at, at Facebook ads and, and helping women own businesses make money and be in charge of their financial lives by having this consistently generation system that would allow them to just sort of turn the dial up and grow on their own terms. And I kind of married the two and, and ended up building this agency called the Ad Girls, which is, yes, a Facebook advertising agency, but actually our mission 
is to put more money in the hands of more women, because again, it can be a matter of life and death, but on an even bigger, bigger level, women having access to money means never needing to be beholden to anyone or anything. And that does not have to be an abusive partner. That can be a job that you don't like, a, a state that you don't want to live in anymore. And so it's just complete and total freedom to me. And that is the reason why I think I'm on this planet. That is the reason why I, you know, built the team that I have. We're a primarily female team. And it's just, uh, you know, really, really come full circle for me over the last decade and change. Um, so my audience knows this, but anytime there's like truth, like I get tears behind my eyes. It's not even like I need to cry. It's just like this pressure behind my eyes that happens. It like, that's when I know like, Ooh, this is true. Um, and, or it's, it's true for me, I should say not true for everyone. Um, and so much of what you just said was so powerful. Um, I also have that history. And I remember, um, I would go to the grocery store. I went to this, um, it was like expired food, basically type grocery store. And I would spend my cash grocery budget and I would bring the food home and I would take it out of all the containers. And I'm kind of a greeny weenie anyway. So I've always like washed my produce and like prepped everything. So it wasn't like unusual that the food wasn't in its packaging. And, um, and I would put back the difference between what my grocery budget was and what I saved by going to this particular like little outlet grocery store. And that's how I got out. So, I mean, like just the, like $1,500, you know, is just so like, what a game changer, even that little amount was, um, I've served on the board. No, I I don't any longer. Um, but I served on the board of the Tennessee coalition to end domestic and sexual, um, abuse and, uh, man, some stories set like just bone chilling stories. Yes. I mean, I spent a couple of years after um, volunteering with this amazing organization in um, sort of like upstate New York, and they have a program where actually you can volunteer just as support to go to court with these women when they are, you know, getting restraining orders or as a protection, custody battles, because they don't have anybody to go with them. And just the things that I saw, and, and it was crazy because it was like, 1500 again, $1,500 is the difference between me and them. Like also yeah. I didn't have children with them. Thank God. Right. That complicates that, that, that adds such an extra layer. So, I mean, that is, that is a, a factor, but um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was the difference and it was just really, really crazy to, to watch. And I, I just want to, you know, for those of you who are listening that have had like, you know, normal relationships, <laughs> good for you. I mean, like, yay. <laughs> I'm so grateful um, <laughs> that that is your truth. Um, and at the same time, just know that one in four women worldwide will experience domestic or dating violence in their lifetime. Um, and, and women between 20 and 24 are at the greatest risk. So I was super young. You were super young. Um, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And so it really is. And I love that you pointed to, it's not just about escaping a violent situation. It could just be escaping a town that you've grown out of. It could be escaping a job that is like sucking the life out of you, but your, your biggest platform here, like we have is to empower women. Yes. To empower women. So tell me, um, how, why did you choose Facebook ads? Cause girl, I used to be good at those. It was like slot machines at Vegas. Like I was constantly checking them. I could get a lead for 99 cents. And then like, it just, those were the days. Those were the days. Oh my gosh. And then it just got complicated. I'm like, I can't like, it's either has to be 
your full-time gig like you do, or you just can't do it because you can't keep up. Absolutely. And I mean, look, to be fair, when I chose it, it was the the heyday. It was when things were, were definitely very different. Um, I, it was, uh, God, two, 2000 and it was like, you know, 2010, 2011, 2012 yeah. when I really gone into it. And so it was kind of the only online advertising platform outside of Google that really existed. So I think more than it was less of a choice and more of just this thing is what is about to blow up. I have, I have marketing skills. I'm going to give this a shot. And, you know, here we are a decade later and it, it kind of just stuck. Of course, the world of Facebook ads has changed so, so, so much. But I think once I saw the power of it for growing my own business, for growing my own clients' businesses, um, I really, I, I wanted to see it through, through all of the changes. And it does take a lot of commitment. It does take it being a full-time job. You know, clients always ask, why don't you guys do other platforms? And it's like, I don't, I don't think that would be wise. <laughs> it's, it's, it takes so much to just master, yeah. you know, this one platform, which of course now includes both Facebook and, and Instagram, Instagram. but it was, yeah, it was more just like the opportunity was there. And I've rode that wave for the last 10 years. Yeah. I love it. So um, one thing that I, I think we both agree upon is just how critical your mindset is. And especially when you're coming out of an abusive situation or just a toxic or unhealthy situation, because, you know, listen, I love all these therapists that are on Instagram that are providing this free information for people to like be on their self-discovery journey. But I think sometimes like the word narcissist is getting thrown around a little bit too much these days. I'm like impossible for that many people to be clinically narcissist. Um, (laughs) to have narcissist personality disorder and, you know, toxicity, you know, sometimes it's just like a family owned business and, you know, they really don't know what they're doing and maybe it's not the greatest, but like toxic might be a little bit. So anyways, I just want to be clear on, I am not going to ever be that person that blankets situations. All I know (laughs) is that whether you are mentally healthy and really on your game or you are struggling because maybe you're just not in the right environment for you, your mindset, not your money, not your resources, not anything else comes first and getting out of that. So when you're working with women, how do you help them shift from wherever they are mentally to where they need to go so that you can actually help them? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I think Cause look at the end of the day, like the work that we're doing at the agency is, is, is marketing, right? So we're not necessarily, we're actually intending that they come in already with the right mindset to be ready to scale, to be ready to do the right type of marketing. And I actually think that that's something that I'm sort of feeling out when I'm, so I actually um, continue to do and have done all of the sales calls for the agency over the seven and a half years that we've been in existence. And part of what I'm feeling for on the sales calls are like where people's mindsets are at. So for example, some people who come in with a very like prove it to me type of mindset, Mm -hmm. they're not really a good fit for, for working with my team. I understand so deeply that there is a lot of, um, What's the word I'm looking for? There's just a lot of skepticism, especially when it comes to the online business world, but hiring. Yes, because people get screwed every day. Got it, right? And it's like, I am so happy, more than happy to speak to that and give you references and test and all of the things, but the energy of 
coming in with like that, that distrust that actually isn't about the Facebook advertising agency. That's like something that you have in your life and your business. And actually I'm not a therapist and it's not my job to help you. Yeah. And so you're actually not ready to let to me reframe in. that then. Yeah. <laughs> what would you suggest to women who maybe aren't ready for you yet, but they're, they're in like, maybe the better question is how did you go from I have been abused or I have been in the wrong environment. And how did you get yourself to, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm ready. I am going to take control of my own life and do things differently. A couple of things I think, and this is, you know, I get asked this a lot and it's probably not the best answer, but there's a little bit of that has been inside of me my entire life since I was a child. That's just who I need myself to be there. There's just some truth to that. However, um, in getting out of that relationship and even over the last decade, I mean, I have consumed every piece of personal development, spiritual development that I could get my hands on. I have spent (laughs) hundreds of thousands of dollars and I will never stop. Um, it is, the greatest investment that I have made and will continue to make. And it's in my own self. Um, I prioritize myself above all else. I put myself first. I take care of myself first and foremost, and I continue to cultivate myself and intimacy with myself. And um, I think there was just like a, a hunger for, I'm actually remembering now. So um, Elizabeth Gilbert has this, she posted something on Facebook years and years and years ago. And she talks about this concept of when all you know is not this, you don't know anything else. All you know is not this. Mm. And, and I had, I'm like, actually like, well, I didn't even know this was going to come up right now, but like, I'm just remembering that moment. Right. And it's like, all I knew was not this. And there was a hunger for anything else, but this. And so that is what sort of, drove me down the path of just like, let me buy this course. Let me read this book. Let me go to this workshop. Let me just do all of the things and always through the lens of my own sovereignty, right? Never about this is going to be the thing. I'm going to latch onto this. And this is the thing always picking and choosing this thing from over here works for me. This thing from over here works for me. And I joke that I've like created the Jennifer Spivak curriculum. And it's (laughs) it's just, you know, perfect for me in terms of what I needed to become the person that I was supposed to be. I love that. I I just jotted down always from the lens of my own sovereignty. Yes. And I want to reinforce what you said about building intimacy with yourself and putting yourself first. We live in a world where we're told that's selfish or, yes. you know, especially women are, you know, we're told that we are to be helpmates, that we're to be wives, that we're to be moms and, and mm-hmm. like, listen, no, we don't man bash. I have a 19 year old son. I'm a daddy's girl. I have three They're awesome brothers. Delicious. They're wonderful. Wonderful. So great. <laughs> but they haven't been raised for generations right. after generations after generation right. to sit in the passenger seat of their own life. Yes. And so if women are going to take a, a movement forward, like a leap forward and what they can do for themselves, and if they can do it for themselves, then they can do it for the people that they love and care about and want to take care of. We have to girl, this is a tweetable <laughs> look at it through the lens of our own sovereignty. That is a Jennifer quote. I'm loving hey, that. Love it. Yes. <laughs> Tell me, um, you know, you, you took domestic abuse. I took being a teen mom and yeah. we found the opportunity in that. Yes. So how, how would you suggest that other women who are going through stuff, how can they, notice the opportunities 
that are in front of them to become financially independent? Yeah, I think it's something that I had mentioned a little bit earlier about, like, it's this conversation of, you know, quote unquote, everything happens for a reason. And I think some people are like, oh, like, really? Like, come on. It's like, look, actually, I'm not arguing about whether that's true or not. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that, like, who, who cares? I'm saying that that's what I make true because that is ultimately what supports me. And so when you go about living your life through the lens of, I'm committed to seeing that everything happens for a reason. And sometimes Mm. you have to make that reason. I believe those opportunities will ultimately present themselves. I wasn't, you know, thinking about leaving my abuser and going, I'm going to start a marketing agency from this like that. It wasn't that well thought out. It was just this commitment again, like going back to like this concept of this hunger inside of me of I'm, I'm unwilling to have anything quote unquote bad happen to me that isn't for some greater purpose, even if I have to be the one to create that greater purpose. So my eye is on what, what, what was all of this for? And it just Mm -hmm. naturally led me to where I am. Yeah. Um, so something that I say frequently is I don't believe that things happen to me. I believe that things happen for me. Same thing. And I have been through some pain, sister. (laughs) I have been through some stuff. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you choose to harness that and point it in the direction of your like bliss, basically, then then you can choose for that to be a catalyst to something better, right? It doesn't, you know, you can put it in your wagon, you could drag it around as baggage for the rest of your life, or you can just kind of like put it out here, be curious about it, look at it, like "Hmm, what's going on here, how, and I have that on my, I I say this all the time for those watching on YouTube, I have this on my computer all the time, how, okay, that didn't work. How can it work? Okay. Well, that, that person told me, no, how can I get a yes? And it's just really, truly that mindset of, um, the autonomy of your own life. And you are the architect of your own life. And listen, I, I have been in slums. I have been in huts in the, uh, the nowhere land of Africa. I have been in the ghetto and the projects where everything was concrete and, you know, there wasn't even a door on the wall. Um, I'm not saying that there are really difficult situations, but I believe in the power of purpose. And that's what you found. Absolutely. And look, it's never about, uh, everybody's circumstances are their circumstances Mm -hmm. and everybody's circumstances are completely and totally valid. And your mindset can raise you out of that circumstance. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that it's going to change everything about your circumstance, but it's going to have you at least be, you know, X percentage higher than where you started inside of that circumstance, right? Like everything, everything that we see is just like a reflection of everything. You get what I'm saying, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's, it it all is impacted by like what's going on inside of our mind. Yeah. And I'll also add, and I know this will annoy some people and other people will appreciate it, but I'll just add that Jennifer, you and I are Caucasian women living in the United States of America. Totally valid this conversation. I mean, we can't not say that, that that would be silly. It would be, and I, I, yes, I had a teen, I I had a daughter when I was 16. Yes. I've been through abusive relationships, plural, Um, (laughs) uh, didn't learn my lesson the first time and the, and still just because of the color of my skin, like I understand that I already have an advantage in life. So um, I don't want to dismiss what maybe some of our listeners, the additional 
stuff that they have to work through um, to, to get to their, their own bliss. Um, let's shift the conversation a little bit. So now that we know that you're a bad mama jamma, totally a bombshell, a bold, brave, unwaveringly confident female entrepreneur, professional. And, um, and so you took what you knew marketing, you built a business killing the game. Um, what type of marketing advice would you give to a woman now, whether she's a brick and mortar or a click and mortar or all online, like what's kind of just some general where state of the union, 2022 marketing online kind of Jennifer Juji stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, if we just talk about Facebook and Instagram as specifically, which is definitely like my, my space and has been for, for quite a bit of time. Um, I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of conversation more so now than ever before about Facebook ads don't work or certain things don't work. And, and all of that is actually really about giving our power away to a platform when the platform is only designed to do so much. And so people want to know like, well, if I want to get started with Facebook ads, where should I start? And it's like, it actually has nothing to do with Facebook ads at all. Like you're not actually ready to open up the Facebook ads manager, think about your ads in any way, shape or form. If you don't actually have the right foundations in place, Something that we talk about all the time at the Ad Girls Agency is an ad by itself doesn't actually do anything. Right. <laughs> Which is a funny thing for an ad agency to have as like our guiding principle, but it is. The literal function of an advertisement is to get eyeballs on a piece of content. That's its literal function, right? But for some reason, especially in the online entrepreneur world, we have this idea that Facebook ads and Instagram ads are going to change your business and they're going to like, they're going to be the thing. And actually all they're going to do is get you in front of more people with the thing that you already have. And so is the system behind the ads actually ready for all of the new traffic that you're going mm. to be in from because the system behind the ads, 80 to 90% if not more, I mean, let's just be real here, getting clicks from ads, getting leads from ads. It's not hard. It's not hard. Anybody can do it. It's really not hard getting the right leads and having a funnel and a system behind the ads that can actually turn them into paying customers so that you can use ads the way we all want to, which is I can predictably spend X and make Y back every time I'm growing a business on my own terms. The system has got so much work to do. So you need to get that in place first, your funnels, your offers, your pricing, your email sequences, your messaging, before you even think about spending money to get more people into that system. Yeah. I, I always joke that you have to have like um, a nineties rap level of a big back end to be successful. <laughs> that is hilarious. I have never heard that before. Yeah. I'm like, baby, you got to get some backup in here. Like you got to get a little junk in that trunk because you can. And, and, and it's, it's so disheartening if you're going out there and you're attracting leads and then they there's nowhere for them to go. There's no conversion. There's no system to actually make that turn into money. Um, and then, you know, when you do have your big back end, there's also, and maybe you can speak to this. There's so many touch points on that, that like you might have to tweak this part and maybe it's the copy in the email, or maybe it's your landing page, or maybe your call to action. Like, at what point do you know when to continue tweaking and when to say like this campaign isn't working? I don't know that there's like a black and white hard and fast answer to that, but exactly what you're talking about is, is something that I tell people all the time on my sales calls. Like if you're thinking that you're going to come work with us and we're going to give you some like 
magic hack, magic targeting strategy that no one else knows about. Like that's not how any of this works. Yeah, It actually is this like rather unsexy and methodical process. And that is how we get results for clients. I mean, it really does come down to optimizing each and every single touch point. So let's just say we, you know, start ads for a new client, a new funnel, we're running ads, we're getting leads in, people moving through the funnel, but there isn't profitability. It's easy to say, all is lost. This doesn't work. Mark Zuckerberg took my money, the man, all this stuff. But actually, there's an opportunity to go look at each piece of data and have that data tell you a story. So we look at, again, each touch point from seeing the ad all the way to they've taken the action that we want them to take. And we see where there's places that we can make some movement. So for example, what happens if we are able to create creative that gets us a slightly higher click-through rate and then a 10 cent lower cost per click? If it costs us 10 cents less, get people into the funnel, does the rest of the funnel do its job? Maybe yes, then great. If no, okay, great. We've lowered the cost per click. Let's move on to the next step. Let's move on to the conversion rate of the original landing page. And then let's move on to the email open rates and the checkout rate and essentially just do these like little micro improvements until everything comes together. Now, of course, there could be a point if you have a totally unvalidated offer where it's not coming together. Um, but we've we've always been able to, again, through those micro improvements, get to a place in which there is ultimately profitability. But again, that comes back to you're not ready for ads if you don't have a validated offer. If you don't know for sure that people actually want what you're selling and that you know how to communicate the value of it that makes them want it, you can run ads all day long. If you haven't figured that out, you're not going to be able to get to a place in which things are profitable. So I'm just going to go for circle back, full circle, um, to you have to have your brand in place and people think they have their brand in place. And then I talk to them and then I poke holes in and then they're like, but I have a logo and here's my font and here's my hex code colors. And I'm like, that's, that's not a brand. That's not a brand. It's not. And also I can guarantee you when it comes to your ad creative that no one cares about your logos or your brand colors, that's actually usually not the thing that drives conversion. And it's a conversation we have to have with clients all the time of, look, it's not about going against your brand. Of course not, right? The brand is totally important, but that isn't always the thing that actually is what drives conversion. And so being willing to test a little bit outside of the box, especially in terms of finding creative that actually stops the scroll that can be uh, a huge benefit to actually getting better ad costs, which mean more people moving through your funnel, which potentially means cheaper and more profitable conversions. I love it. See, we just need to go like have some hot tea together or something, something, <laughs> maybe, maybe a cocktail. We'll see. I was like, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it could be tea or it could be a cocktail. You know, <laughs> fine. Apparently I just found out this morning that it's going to be a espresso martini week in New York. So I'm very Ooh. excited about that. It just RSVP'd right before we got on. <laughs> nice. I was just in, um, I think this particular place was in Punta Gorda, Florida. And I looked over and there's this gentleman sipping like a really fun looking drink. And I was, you know, I'm Southern. I have my bourbon on the rocks. <laughs> I look over there and I'm like, what are you drinking? And he's like, it's an espresso martini. And I'm like, what a festive drink for a young gentleman like you. <laughs> Probably like 22 years old. I'm like, aren't you fancy? Anyways, so let's talk. Um, let's talk about where people can find more about you, more about what you do. Um, where are you on the interwebs? 
Yes. So to learn about the Ad Girls Agency, we are at www.theadgirls.com. If you want to connect with me personally, I am Jen Spivak, Jen with two N's on both Facebook and Instagram. Okay. And um, so what would the process look like if they, if somebody was like, okay, I want to work with the Ad Girls um, is there like uh, a discovery call? Like, can you just kind of like walk through? I know people usually feel a little bit better about doing business with somebody if they know what to anticipate. Oh my God, totally. And so if you were to go to our website, there's a really like bold, beautiful turquoise apply button in the top, right? If I'm not mistaken, if you click that button, you'll get to a page that just talks a little bit about our service. And from there, you can go ahead and book in a call directly with me. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm the one doing all the sales calls. So no surprises. You'll book in a call. You'll show up on Zoom. It will definitely be me. Has always been me for seven and a half years. We will talk through details of your business and your funnels. And if we believe it's a fit, I will tell you a little bit about how we can work together. No hard selling. That's just not my vibe. Um, but if it's, if it's a fit and we can get business married, then, you know, we start there. And then who's your ideal customer? Like who's ready for you? Great question. So we do work primarily with female entrepreneurs, although, you know, not, not exclusively. Um, we work with clients who tend to be in three different industries, either e-commerce online uh, courses, so info products or high ticket coaches, really anything in the high ticket space has always been one of our specialties, although we do work with all three. And while this isn't a hard and fast rule, I would say a good um, revenue target is you're already doing at least 20 to 30K a month. Now, Again, we have people come in higher. We have people coming out already seven figures and up, but taking clients from that low to mid six figure range to seven figures is definitely a bit of our specialty. I couldn't think of like anything cooler than like turning a bunch of women into millionaires. So that's a a personal fun thing that I love. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Okay. Well, um, I think we all can agree that Jennifer is quite a gem and, um, I don't know about you, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening in on your favorite listening app. Um, there is just like a peace and a trust that I feel with you. Like I, I feel that there's like this really genuine interest in helping women specifically succeed. There's no schmarminess. And, um, and so I really hope that, um, if somebody is serious about getting into that Facebook ad, Instagram ad game, um, that you'd reach out to Jennifer, you know, I don't allow anybody on this podcast that I don't think would serve our wonderful bombshells in a compelling way. So, um, I asked this question to every guest before we wrap, and that is, if you were to leave a parting piece of advice to a bombshell, again, we redefine the term to mean bold, brave, unwaveringly confident female professional, what would that be? This is my favorite one. Um, there are no rules Ah. (laughs) at every level of life and business. I learn a new level of that same thing, which is there are no rules. And I always think I've got it. Like I, I get it. I understand I'm operating in my life as though there are no rules and there's no such thing as timelines. And I can create whatever reality I want. And then there's another level. And I look back and go, I didn't fully get it there. There's more, there's more, there's more, there's more than more, there's more. And so, yeah, I mean, it's like, it, it's all, it's all made up. We can, we can create and have and do and be whatever the hell we, we want to. I love it. Yes. We are definitely the architects of our own existence. Yes. 
Um, and there is just limitless potential for everyone. There's so much, there's so much money in the world. You so can much. have your part oh, of it, right? Oh my God. I mean, so much money in, in the world and just, yeah, sometimes just the conversations that I'm a part of having been, you know, in the six figure online circles, then the seven figure online circles. Now I'm starting to get invited into some of the larger rooms and it's like, oh my God, you know, where, you know, circles I was in, were talking about how to have a six figure launch. There are people out there that are like, what's my next nine figure idea? Like, yeah, just insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. So all right, everyone. Well, Jennifer, thank you for being on the show today and sharing your story and your expertise. Thanks, Amber. And uh, for the rest of you, certainly we will have all the different ways that you can connect with Jennifer and the ad girls in the show notes. So make sure that you go to amberhurl.com forward slash podcasts with an S and look for Jennifer's episode, or you can go to your favorite listening app and search for her name as well. And, um, you know, we just would always love your honest rating and review, or if you're on YouTube, just give us a little like you can subscribe all that good jazz, because what that does is it messes with all these funky logarithms and it tells wherever that we have landed, that this is something that's worthy of somebody else's attention. And so you can actually help other bombshells find the same information so that they can be empowered and educated, just like you. And, um, without any more ending to this, I will just say thank you, Jennifer, again, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the bombshell business podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the bombshell businesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.